Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is PDE Life in Alaska coming at you from Alaska, in Alaska, on the roads of Alaska, and you can even hear my bad wheel bearing. Listen. What I'm doing there is I'm, I'm turning the, the vehicle left and right down the road. And when you have a wheel bearing that's going out, which of course, uh, so usually some people call it a hub, a hub bearing or something. It's a, basically the part that bolts to your uh, the knuckle on the frame side you know, of your vehicle. And then the uh, wheel actually bolts you know, to the uh, front of the hub. And of course, that bearing is how, you know, what the wheel rides along. And there's an outer bearing race and an inner bearing race. And so if you've got a weird noise um, coming from the front end of your vehicle, and I, I, I know what it sounds like, so I know what to listen for, but um, you can kind of isolate the sound by swaying your vehicle back and forth, therefore determining what side of the uh, bearing race is actually, you know, getting worn out. So anyways, long story short, uh, that's the next thing I had to do on our old minivan here. And uh, excited about uh, seeing everybody on Instagram. Um, it's uh, kind of an overload for me. Um, I like think I like to keep things simple. Um, but uh, you know, the more the more of these platforms you got going, the more of them you gotta you know run and operate, so to speak. Um, my wife and I share a Facebook, so that's kind of cool. Where she she kind of does all that. Uh, I do have an old Facebook that I shut down. I also have an older Instagram that I shut down years ago. Um, that I don't even know how to get back into that thing. But anyway, so yeah, I just wanted to touch down and say what's up to everybody. And hope everybody's doing well. Um, it's definitely fall season up here. All the leaves are turning yellow. About uh, three quarters of the tree of the trees have yellow leaves now. And uh, last week it was mostly green still so things are really turning around my, my my son my dad my nephews and I went out on a caribou hunt it was also a moose hunt um, basically we went up north we did a 660 mile round trip we went up um, up along the parks highway and uh, got a really good view of Mount McKinley or now they call it Denali which you know whatever you want to call it there. It's the tallest peak in North America. It's always majestic to see that thing up close. I can actually see it from Anchorage. And we went up to uh, Cantwell, and then we took the Denali Highway across to the Richardson Highway. So it's a big, big loop. The Denali Highway, it's about 120 miles. Uh, 100 miles of it is, well, maybe not 100, but maybe 80 miles of it is like gravel and potholes and it was rough I actually got a headache from it um, but my dad brought his motor home so that was fun and uh, man we had a good old time we had a nice fire Saturday night the boys uh, went and rounded up the wood I started the fire we you know roasted some hot dogs and man just had a good old time nothing like getting out in God's creation to kind of get some rest and uh, just kind of reset um, we just switched our phones from AT&T to uh, the company, the biggest uh, tech, I don't know what you call it, internet company, 
telecom, telecommunications company. It's called GCI. We got the super duper fast internet for like 99 bucks. And we switched our cell phones over. And then we got my son his first uh, cell phone line. My wife and I upgraded to iPhone 8s. And Chase is using my wife's old phone. So he's got an iPhone 6. Anyway, so it's kind of exciting. We got moving on up, you know, as they say. And uh, let me try to get my sunglasses here. It's not that bright, but yeah, my eyes are kind of hurting. And anyway, so yeah, we got some new phones. I'm actually excited about it because, man, my iPhone 6 was getting bogged down trying to do anchor, trying to do recordings and trying to make episodes and whatnot. It took forever for it to open up the call-ins and this and that. And I saw on Fried Oreo's Instagram, there's some sort of new update with different uh, background music, which is cool. So excited about that. And boy, I haven't been out in the I haven't been out in the studio in a long time. It's been like three weeks um, to record anything um, as far as freestyling. Um, I've been busy taking apart the plow truck. I pulled the transmission. Those of you who are on my Instagram account will see that dirty nasty thing sitting on my bench so an automatic transmission uses fluid pressure to engage and disengage uh, planetary gear sets to achieve different gear ratios right and um, there's something called a torque converter which actually bolts up to the engine via the flex plate or flywheel if you're I guess in layman's term but Anyways, and that's what actually connects your engine to the transmission. It's a fluid coupling. That fluid gets turning uh, fast enough, it starts to spin the vanes on the other side of the torque converter and therefore um, turning your transmission. So anyway, transmission in the plow truck is shot, basically. The reverse slips incredibly bad. I think the reverse clutches are, are slipping. And what those are is, is once the fluid collapses, uh, you know, a piston or whatever inside your transmission, it basically um, puts those clutch packs together and therefore they start to turn the reverse side of the transmission. Anyways, those clutches are slipping. So um, it's one of those things where they have to kind of heat up to, so eventually that's gonna go out. The main reason I started it though is the, uh, I think I've told you the starter gear doesn't engage the uh, the flex plate teeth, and that's what's actually going to start my engine up for me. And every time I got to get out and turn the engine by hand with a wrench to align the gears. So man, I was like, dang it, I gotta, I'm gonna have to do this. So it's a big job. Um, it probably would cost me a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars to have somebody rebuild it for me. And that includes all the parts and whatnot. And I think the parts are going to cost me about five six hundred bucks. So I'm trying to determine, if I was really honest, it's probably worth it for me to actually have somebody do the work. But it's something that I could do. It's something that's doable. It's, it's definitely complex. But um, it's probably going to take me a while to do it. So I'm kind of still toying around with the idea of just dropping it off to somebody. But that's a lot of money to... To drop into that thing. Oh, excuse me. Good Lord. <clears throat> Man, I'm telling you. We got a full house of dogs right now. Uh, one of them is a Belgian Malinois. Malinois, whatever you want to call it. 
and it's one of those, uh, it's like a military type of dog, really good dog, but man, he, he kind of disrupts the pack, uh, the most of our dogs we have are pretty much straight up family dogs, you know, uh, we got a couple golden retrievers, we got a couple of black labs, our dog, one of them is a pit mix, with like a shepherd, Australian shepherd sort of thing, possibly a blue healer, and the other one is a husky mix, and right now we have a daycare dog who's a Vizsla. So any of you guys that know dog breeds, you guys can, you know, check that out. But anyway, so we just got a referral for a potential dog walker that's going to join the team. So those of you who've tuned in, man, I'm telling you what, um, it's if I need to approach my business in a, in a bigger way right like a, like a straight up CEO like I have a tendency to want to micromanage everything and that's not to say that I micromanage people which in the beginning you have to but like the house sitter we have that's working with us um, Molly she's done seven or eight house sits so she's kind of you know cruising doing her thing but we still help her out we still keep track we got another house sitter who's gonna kick off with a uh, a client here soon. So the dog walking thing is, is unique because it's uh, you got to figure out how much you can pay. You, you, is this person going to be an independent contractor or an employee? You know, it's just one of those things where it's just tough. You know, because it's like I can't pay somebody to you know do all this for me at this point. And I obviously want to learn what's going on so I know what's going on. So I got to, if you want to hire employees, you got to like file with the state, do all this other stuff. So it's kind of a big thing. But I'm telling you what, guys, man, I want to do this. I want to get on this because right now, um, the amount of money that if you put towards Instagram and Facebook uh, marketing in the right way, you know, if you're not running crap ads, but I'm telling you what, you get a lot of return for your money. So I want to get a teams together for Anchorage, New River, and really hit this hard, man. I want to grow our business. We could really increase our income here. And uh, I think over the next couple of years, we've got a, a solid opportunity that you know may not be here you know, eventually. So as you can see, more and more companies are are running advertisements on Instagram and Facebook. And, as, and all these other companies get on there and start spending bigger dollars well you know Facebook and Instagram they're going to increase their their rates so it's going to make it a little bit more difficult for the little guy to to really uh, you know have a uh, have an advantage with the amount of money they're putting on so anyway we got a solid word of mouth thing going to um, one of the reasons I want to do less dog walking myself is so I can actually be like the director of marketing you know and uh, human resources director sort of thing. And those are big titles for what for the size of our business, but that's how you got to think. You know, if you want to grow your business to, um, to outside of yourself, then you have to wear these hats. You have to figure out what's going on. You have to seek mentorship. You have to get, you have to spend your time learning, you know, instead of, uh, you know, I'd love to be able to just, you know, kind of get done for the day and just watch TV and do whatever I want. But if I really want to grow our business, then I got to start educating myself. You know, I got to start, um, you know, figuring these things out. So 
it's just one of those things where you got to determine what, what your goals are. And even my wife and I, we don't really even have solid goals for our business. Like, you know, we want to do this, grow it to this, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're just making money and living, you know. So it's just one of those things where we're trying to get out of debt. Um, we want to, um, we really like what Dave Ramsey teaches about uh, you know, how to get out of debt, why to get out of debt, why it's unwise to continue to use uh, debt to purchase things. Um Aside from a mortgage, I mean, everything else is really, it's really unnecessary. You know, you're paying extra to get this stuff early. You know, cars, uh, people are financing, um, you know, technology. They're financing um, trips. They're putting everything on a credit card. Man, I'm telling you, it's exactly what these big companies want. They want to make that uh, interest money off of you. Because guess what? If, If they can simply make money by lending money pretty it's a pretty easy business you know it's they don't have to have yes they have to have employees answering phones if it's a big big you know bank of america but you know if you're lending money and literally charging interest you're basically making money from from money so it's almost like on the opposite side and that's where we want to be you know you want to be debt free you want to have uh you know six months three to six months of of cash literally as your emergency fund so you don't have to use a credit card if there is an emergency you know so it might be 10 grand it might be 15 it might be thirty thousand dollars just sitting in the bank it's your emergency fund it's not supposed to be making money for you it's literally liquid cash that you can pull it out if you need to do something and then you want to you want to be on the other side of this interest you want your money making um, money for you you know like why not you know you want to live hand to mouth uh, for the rest of your life, paycheck to paycheck, you know, do you want to be stuck uh, being just kind of, I mean, if we think about it, we're being pimped out by all these companies, you know, making money from you, so look, man, I don't know, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a mindset, you know, we grew up uh, really learning how to be employees and, and how to be consumers, I mean, heck, there was a class I took in high school called Consumer Economics, how to buy stuff and how to write a check, you know, like how to write checks. I mean, come on, I get it, you know, budget and all that. It was some decent stuff I learned, but I want to learn like business economics. I want to learn how to not consume. I want to learn how to produce, you know? Anyways, guys, it's a mindset, you know? Um, Running your own business, doing all that, it's literally a mindset. And just like me right now, I'm having to stretch my mind around the fact of, you know, hiring people and having like employees and and literally, um, you know, planting seeds in how we market and advertise. And then, you know, 30, 60, 90 days later, we you get the results from those seeds you plant. And that's what business is. It's a planting, um, tending, harvesting sort of thing. And, and if you're an employee, unless you work in sales, it's very... Um, instant gratification you know and there's nothing wrong with that you know sometimes that's where that's how you get your start usually but it's like look i need to make money right now boom you know and you're only making as much as that business can pay you because they have a bottom line they have to be profitable or else there's no reason for the the owners of the business to run it you know if they're not making money from it then that's just a big headache um and i and i'll finish with this here 15 50 in here um 
my mindset is when we hire employees, I'll, I want to hire them to make their lives better, you know, not to make my life better. And that's the mindset. I work for my employees, not the other way around. And I learned that from some very wise people. And that is a solid, solid mindset to adopt if you're going to be running a team or bringing people on to some sort of project is you work for them. They don't work for you, okay? So it's important, you know? I don't want to have employees so I can do less in my business. I want to be able to hire people to do things that that I don't need to be doing anymore so I can be, you know, expanding our business and, and increasing, you know, people's ability to enhance their lifestyle. So anyways, guys, I'm going to hang up. God bless. I'm just pulling up to a dog walk. We'll check you later. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Let me see if this is still recording here. Yep. Um, I'm currently on a dog walk. The last dog walk of the day. Whoops. Sorry, as I put my phone in my pocket here. Walking uh, a couple of Japanese Akitas. Uh, They're originally bred to hunt bears, apparently, from what their owner told me. But uh, I've been taking care of them since they were puppies. They're now a year and a half, year and three quarters, somewhere in there. Flash is the male and socks is the female. And this is the last dog walk of the day. And I head home, then I gotta head back out for a meet and greet, which is where we uh, kind of get to know one another sort of thing. Um, this is gonna be um, a house sitter that we're gonna start working with. Our second house sitter. And um, we're gonna introduce them to one of our clients, our existing clients. So we gotta go do that. And then after that, head into a men's Bible study. Um, just a really good group of guys that uh, hold each other accountable and, and um, as we grow and lead our families and, and just, uh, you know, try to grow in, in all areas of life. So definitely recommend that to every guy out there. You gotta have a group of guys around you. Um, or else, if we stay isolated, sometimes we we do things or we live in a certain way that isn't necessarily good for us, you know? And that's, of course, up to you and your personal goals and beliefs and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so we're walking these dogs and trying to get socks to actually poop. <laughs> Flash did his earlier. I walked them also earlier in the day. And... Uh, kind of split their day up while their owners are working and um, doing their thing. So, socks, you can go poop. Anyway, this is what I do, guys. I walk dogs and pick up poop. <laughs> no, but of course, uh, those of you who've been around, my wife and I uh, also take care of dogs at our house. We have them over to stay the night when people are traveling and also do a small doggy daycare for the same thing when people are at work and they want their dogs to kind of socialize and whatnot. So anyways, I'm walking along the, basically the south western edge of, of town, of Anchorage. If I look through the trees here, I can see the inlet. Um, right off 
right outside of the neighborhood here, down as you head down the hill towards the towards the uh, marsh before it enters the water is a uh, is some railroad tracks. Sometimes we get to see the train coming by. And uh, anyways, the first segment of this episode I recorded yesterday actually. And um, last night I actually downloaded the new uh, update. So I'm able to use these cool new uh, background tracks, which I'm really excited about. Um, There's even a bunch of new interludes and stuff. So that's always fun to kind of keep things different, change things up a little bit. But I just wanted to touch down. This is a a bit of that chit chat volume two. So this is where I just kind of kind of do an audio journal, if so to speak. Um, it's awesome if people listen to it and, and they kind of just get to hear you know, a little bit of what's going on in our lives up here in Alaska. And those of you who um, would like to see uh, picture versions of the show, um, you can go over to Instagram. At, uh, PDE907 is my handle, I guess you could say. And uh, the title of the, of the Instagram account is PD Life in Alaska, so you get to see some recent events. We went on a hunt trip that I talked about in the last segment, which was really fun. Headed out Saturday morning, picked up my nephews. So it's me, my son, my dad, and my nephews, and uh, just got to see this wonderful, more of the wonderful place we live in here in Alaska. And then stayed the night, and then Sunday we actually stopped at a cool place to do some rabbit hunting. Um, my nephew got one. There's a ton of them actually. Um, but the 22 that uh, my son and I were shooting, the scope was was out of whack. So even though we were aiming right on, we didn't quite get one. So we're gonna head back up there, and my wife wants to try her hand at some rabbit stew. So that should be fun. And uh, my apologies if you're offended by hunting and that sort of thing. But uh, that was a FedEx truck that just passed us. So anyways, guys, I'm just kind of chit-chatting with you. Um, Hope you're doing well, you know? There's so many different podcasts on here. I really don't get a chance to listen to everybody. Um, I'd say mainly because I'm a little bit selfish with my my time. Kind of split things up to where I'm mostly doing, uh, you know, edu- more educational type of podcasts. So, uh, learning about the pet sitting and dog walking industry, learning about entrepreneurship, uh, studying theology, and um, I'm a follower of, of Christ. And you know, it's it's pretty important to to nail down what you believe and why you believe it. You know, um, one being. You know, the, the burial, the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you know, years and years ago is a, uh, is a historical fact. I mean, even um, non-Christian writers have documented this. And there's more, there's more documentation that corroborates the Bible than even some of our history books. So it's something to really think about and not just Okay, let's try this again. I've got my new phone here. Um, I just 
just got back on on the uh, on the mic here. I'm driving and picking up speed. I've got to get this wheel bearing fixed so it's not so annoying um, for a background noise. You can hear it just. Anyways, yesterday I was recording and I got a phone call from my wife. And it used to be where if I got a phone call, I could come right back to the recording, but it stops it and basically only allows me to save it. So I was talking about the historical uh, resurrection. Uh, burial, um, empty tomb, um, you know, the just a lot of different stuff. And I'll, and I'll touch back on that, guys. I, I want this to be a podcast where um, people just come to just, you know, listen to my thoughts, um, you know, listen to some of the things I studied. Um, as I was saying this, as I was starting to record previous, I just happened to be behind a uh, motorcycle biker with a cross on his jacket. I thought that was kind of cool. And then my phone proceeded to fall off my leg and I've got the new iPhone 8 and instead of it being a a nice solid headphone jack connection, it's the lightning connector, which that's how the headphones connect on this thing now. And of course it slips right out, so I I gotta make sure I watch that or else I'll lose my recordings. Anyways, I was beginning to talk about, you know, I've studied a lot of different religions. There's there's really only a couple of worldviews that you can have, you know, maybe a few at most. Um, and a lot of times, uh, those of us out there, we ha- we really haven't thought much about what we believe and why we believe it. Um, we just choose to believe it, you know. And I think it's important for us to analyze, you know, and find out, hey, is this what is truth? Um, you know, is it objective? Meaning, is it rooted in, in something that's outside of us? Or is it subjective where we just all kind of agree on what truth is at any given, you know, time in history. And, uh, you know, you got your monotheistic religions, which is where there is, uh, well, let me start with this. There's people out there that don't believe in any sort of creator. Um, people that just don't know, people that don't really know, don't care, you can call them agnostic. Um, people that basically 100% oppose any sort of God would be your atheist, which is atheist, basically uh, negates any sort of theism, atheism, and um, usually the real true atheists are actually pretty rare, because if you you, uh, dive in a little bit, it's usually folks that just aren't sure or don't know, don't care, or they don't want to be told what to do by some, some God or whatever, right? So, um... So you can be atheistic, you can be agnostic, or you can be theistic. Now, in the theistic world, you have either monotheism, which is one god, or polytheism, multiple gods. Uh, you know, multiple gods, you get your Hinduism and whatnot, and um, a lot of different, uh, you know, religions that dive into maybe, you know, Indian and just all the kinds where, you know, there's multiple gods and there's just all kinds of stuff going on. And then your, your monotheistic religions are basically your Judaism, which is, you know, Old Testament uh, Christianity, basically. Um, I'll dive into that a little further. And then you have um, Islam, basically, um, where they actually, their, their religion is also rooted in the Old Testament, but where um, Abraham's son Isaac um, is basically 
is blessed, not is blessed, and I forgive me, I don't know 100%, but they believe that Ishmael was the uh, the one that basically Ishmael and Isaac got a problem, <laughs> and you still you still see that problem today. Uh, Judaism is is rooted into the family of Isaac, basically, and and Ishmael down his line is where you have uh, a lot of Islam and and. For, for, Forgive me if I'm incorrect. There's a lot of history there, but it's rooted in history, which is interesting. And uh, Christianity is rooted in the Old Testament, but they believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, whereas um, Jews, Judaism, they don't believe that Jesus Christ was the Messiah because they don't think um, it lines up with with scriptures. But um, I mean, that's that's a hard pill to swallow, actually, because it. He truly does. He's just not the Messiah that they thought he was going to be. Most uh, Jews at that time thought the Messiah was going to um, physically take over. And they were under the power of Rome at that time, under the Roman Empire. So they thought that their Messiah was going to come and, you know, clean up shop, wreck shop. But I won't dive in further. Man, this, stuff's, this stuff is interesting. Really, it is. I don't... Um, those of you out there, you know, some people think of, of God... God of the Bible is just like a rule giver and rule keeper and it's pretty much the exact opposite where there is his laws but they're there to show his character and these laws are there to also show us that there's no way we could follow all these rules there's no way we could do it we don't have the ability nor the desire and because he loves you know his children all of his children and that can be a debate there. What people, what if people are going to hell? Blah blah blah. Well, let's talk about it. You know, um, but tell you what, you know, God is love, and the reason why there's love and community in this world today is because it's rooted in something that was before us, and uh, you find that in you know the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's interesting, guys. I, I, I don't want you to close your mind and think, oh, you know, Paul's going to go off on this Christianity thing. But hey, let's let's talk about it. It's important, you know. Um, you know, if, if all these religions are wrong and all we do when we die is just black nothingness, great, you know. Um, I don't think that's the case, but if that is true, just to kind of hypothetical, then maybe we just waste a little bit of time. And if you, if you look at, um, you know, the, uh, the teachings of the Bible, it makes for a, a strong society. It makes for a solid, uh, you know, don't steal from your neighbor. Don't cheat on your, don't take your neighbor's wife you know what I'm talking about pretty simple stuff yeah there's there's some cultural things that are going on now about uh, you know different ways uh, people want to um, um, you know live their life which that's another discussion as well but um, but then you think about if if there if the religion thing is true and there is some sort of afterlife then let's dive into it you know let's figure it out is it Buddhism is it Hindu is it Islam is it Christianity is it Judaism is it uh, such and such, you know, Baha'i. Let's talk about it. I just want this to be an open forum. So I'm going to close this segment. I just pulled up the socks and flash here, and I'm going to move on to some other topic, but I wanted this to just be um, a little bit of a discussion about my faith and the fact that um, I want to share it. I want to, I literally have studied this stuff, guys. It's not something that I just blindly follow because I was born in America. You know what I'm talking about? Anyways, guys, God bless you. I'll say that. Um, not, I'm not from the South anymore, but uh, 
Uh, bless, bless your heart. Anyways, y'all, talk to you soon. I'll come back at you in the next segment. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, for my next trick, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm really having fun with these new interludes and background um, tracks. Um, I just literally listened to this, that last interlude. It was in the calming section. And it made me think about dreams. Um, Excuse me. Not just dreams... um, you know, what we do while we're sleeping, which that's a whole nother subject, you know. Do you dream? Do you do you remember your dreams? Um, there's times where I have intense, vivid dreams, and there's some times where I really don't remember anything. Anyway, so, dreams are definitely unique. I'm talking about dreams like, like goals and dreams type stuff, you know. I think a lot of us start out life with big dreams, you know. What do you want to be when you grow up type thing? You know, you ask a kid, I want to be a fireman. I want to be this. You know, I want to be a soldier. Um, I want to be a, you know, YouTuber, whatever. And um, it's important, you know, because dreams give us the desire to, to, um, you know, work, to, to move towards something, you know. If we don't have a dream in life, then we just kind of find ourselves um, maybe just doing the average, just doing, doing, you know, just the minimums, or basically whatever, whatever is the task at hand, you know, the tyranny of the urgent, maybe, you know, um, so, and we can find ourselves, you know, few, you know, days, weeks, months, years down the road, and kind of looking back, like, wow, like, what am I even doing with my life, you know? Like, for instance, I'm 35, let's see, 30, yeah, 35 years old, born in good old 1983, and, uh, boy, if you think about it, if I live to 70 years old, I'm halfway through. Now, unless God takes me early, or I, you know, have a health condition that comes up, I plan on living longer than 70. I'd like to live just as long as I can, you know. Obviously, I don't want to be one of those people that's a, that needs their butt wiped and, <laughs> you know, I can't do anything for myself. That's not fun. Um, but I don't want to, like, you know, plan on, you know, ending my life just because it's bad, you know. I don't know. I just, I feel like if we're on this earth, we have something to accomplish, you know. We have something to do. Someone to help, you know, usually. Usually that is what life involves, that you end up having a life that's meaningful. It's it's involves helping people. It involves serving people. It involves you know helping your fellow fellow man, fellow woman. And if you think about it, you know that's what life is all about. It's people. And yes, we have the animals that are just wonderful, and of course we have the rest of of creation. You know, plants and mountains and rivers and streams and creeks and you know seasons um but if you look at all around us everything is just so consistent it's rock solid 
sun comes up, sun goes down. Spring, summer, fall, you know? Um, light, dark. The animals are doing their thing, you know, reproducing. Plants are doing their thing, reproducing. And us people, humans, um, you know, even, you know, monkeys and gorillas, you know, they really don't have an option to say, you know what, um, I'm not really into this whole jungle thing anymore. I think I'll move to the big city. <laughs> you know, um, even though that our bodies are similar to theirs, now I'm not one to believe that we evolved from from monkeys or apes. Um, that's another discussion. I'd love to talk about that with you, um, but it's just something that I don't that I don't believe, and, and not just because I'm a Christian or a follower of Christ. And the reason I say follower of Christ is because Christian is such a gray word nowadays. You know, and it doesn't really mean anything. Usually has like a negative connotation, like, oh, you're the guy that judges me, you know? It's like, no. So anyways, um, back to what I was saying is that humans are the only only creatures that operate um, from habit, right? Animals operate from instinct. They have an instinct to, you know, go get something to eat have an instinct to run from a predator or if they're if they're the predator they have an instinct to go get their prey and reproduce at a certain time of the year you know find their mate so it's really interesting when you think about it that humans we don't operate off instinct you know so, you know our, our base our we have basic needs that yes we operate off of hey I'm hungry I need to get something to eat or like you know, I have the desire you know to have a relationship with with uh, with someone you know we have those needs but if you get a little further you find out that we're really governed by the habits that we create in our life and first of all this is all the off the top of my head it's not some planned discussion here but if we go back to the whole dreams and goals type of thing, you find out that if the habits that you have aren't aligned with helping you reach your goals, and goals are nothing but nothing more than dreams with a, a deadline, right? That'll help you understand what the difference between goals and dreams are. I have a dream, make a million dollars, you know? Well, a goal would be, all right, well, you know, first of all, do I want to actually just have a million dollars or do I want to, do I want to earn a million dollars per year? Do I want to have a net worth of over a million dollars? So you, you start having to define some of this stuff. And that's what helps you crystallize um, your, clarify what you actually want. Because if you have this thing, well, I want to have a Lamborghini. You know, it's like, that doesn't really mean anything. When do you want to have it by? You know, 10 years from now, five years from now? That'll really help you understand, you know, what needs to happen. And if you're not motivated after you've figured out your quote-unquote dreams, then dreams probably aren't big enough, you know? Come on. Come on, Flash, come on. A lot of times, uh, people want all these, you know, flashy things, and they find out that they're really not the motivating factor, you know? 
you might want a lifestyle that supports an exotic car or the income that supports it but at the end of the day you're not going to stay up late grinding away because of, of a piece of machinery that's going to go down in value <laughs> the minute you buy it you know um, you know I'm a big believer that you know those type of things are there when your income is at a level that you know like for instance um, if you make 50,000 a year um, and you buy a two or three thousand dollar vehicle it's a very small percentage of your of your world right but if you buy a $45,000 vehicle then that's kind of insane you know because you're literally you have a vehicle that's like your annual income and that's what gets people in trouble out there you know so you want to have things that are a small percentage of your income that way you can keep your finances tight and uh, anyway so if you're you know a multi multi-millionaire you your you know your net worth's over 10 million you're making you know 800 grand a year in income or whatever whatever it may be um, you know then you know save up for a couple years and you buy a $200,000 vehicle you know it's not that big of a deal you know especially like I said these vehicles and things they're a liability they're not they're not an asset um, you know anything that takes money out of your pocket it's a liability so if you really want to talk about assets, you know, that's also another discussion. But anyways, guys, so I guess the whole point of this before I end it is what is, I don't want to say what is your dream. I'm not, I'm not a big motivational type of person, but I do want to help people think, you know, I want to uh, inspire people to think through things. Um, what do I, not just what's your dream what do I want my life to look like, you know, in two years, in five years? And also, we don't want to get too far down the road. Don't be really worrying about 10 years from now because, you know, things, a lot of stuff can change. But what do you, what do you want your life to look like next year? What do you want your life to look like in two years? And yes, it's good to have a five-year goal. But a lot of times people live so far in the future that they get lulled to sleep and they don't really have the motivation to work today, you know? So, what do you want your life to be in a year? Like, what do you want it to look like? You know, do you want to be working at the job you work at? Do you want to um, start your own business? Do you want to eventually, you know, just own and operate your own company? And, um, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And if you have trouble finding out, you know, what, what, what are my dreams? I have no idea. Um, I learned from John Maxwell, you know, I think it was him. It's like, what are you passionate about, you know? What, what really, what do you do for fun that you, you, you know, you don't care if you're, you're not making money from it, you know? What do you do that you could just do and by the time you know it, it's like four hours later, you're like, oh my goodness, I forgot to eat lunch. I just been enjoying this so much. And that's different for everybody. But that's really we're talking about what you're passionate about. And if you take something that you're passionate about and link it up to how can I serve people? How can I help others with what I'm passionate about? 
um, then you, you start to talk about your purpose, right? Because I really think that at the end of the day, if you're not helping other people, if you're not serving others, your community, um, and really, truly with, you know, with love in your heart, like, man, I really want to help people. That's where you get these people that are, they're angry and pissed off if they're broke and they're angry and pissed off if they're rich, you know? It doesn't matter. The money just amplifies what's in your heart. So that's also another discussion. You know, let's not get carried away with, you know, being holier than thou because I'm broke or poor. And obviously there's a difference between being poor and being broke as well. You know, there's a little legitimate poor people that that just kind of got dealt a, a bad hand in life. And we need to help those people. We really do. That's what we're here for, you know, society that is successful. We just need to say, hey, look, we need to help these people. But people that are broke, that choose a mentality that says, I'll work as little as possible, I'll get as many as much stuff as I can for free. And we're all guilty of that sometimes, but I'm talking about as a whole, you know, a lifelong choice. And a lot of times it's it's taught. It's it's something that people grow up in. And they don't really realize that there's it's a mindset and they could change that. So back to the very, very beginning. But, you know, what do I want my life to look like? It boils down to what are your habits? Are the habits you have today going to map to this vision of your life that you want in a year or two years? You know, I can say this. Mine's not right now. Um, I would like to, quote, retire from dog walking so I can basically grow our company and have a team of dog walkers and have a team of house sitters. Not so we can just make more money or have this whatever empire. It, it's like, you know, and that's just so true. Like, you know, we don't just grow your business just to grow it. Like, find out why you're doing it. Like, I'm really thinking about that, like, and I'm telling myself, you know, yes, I want to become more successful. Yes, I want to earn more income. If we can pay off our debt and get into a position where, you know, we can create some wealth and be able to take care of my family and be able to leave an inheritance to my, you know, children's children type of thing. But at the end of the day, like, the only reason that we want to hire team members or employees is so we can improve their quality of life, you know? So we can offer a job to someone who wants a cool part-time job where they can walk dogs and take care of pets, you know, because they love pets and they want to make some extra money, you know? That's why we do this, you know? And so, and same thing, you know, like, we want to grow our company so we could have the imprint of our values and how we care for pets, you know? Um, that way we can make sure more and more pets are being taken care of properly. You know, that type of thing. Not just we want to make more money and not do as much. Because I guarantee you this, you run, start running a business that, that grows outside of what you can do. And there's a lot of, of management going in there. There's a lot of leadership that needs to happen to properly lead your team, you know, they need a leader. They don't need somebody that's going to be a, a pain in the butt boss. You know, they can go find that somewhere else. 
So you want to talk about, you know, retaining people that you hire and all that sort of thing. So it's a whole nother subject, you know? That's why a lot of times it's easier to just go get a job, you know? It's less stress. You can clock in and, you know, do your work and then go home and then do whatever you want to do. So there's pros and cons to everything, you know? So again, what are your habits or what are our habits? Again, this is me. I'm talking to myself here. Um, I have to start getting up earlier. To do more studying as, as far as how to, how to you know, work, how to hire employees. And, and I got to spend more time, you know, on our Happy Arts Pet Care, you know, Instagram and Facebook pages. And we're rarely on there, but if we want to support a staff, we have to, we have to make sure enough business is coming into the door that we can keep them busy, you know? So anyways, as I get to a stopping point here and Flash is deciding where he wants to drop the kids off at the pool here or drop the kids off at the, at the on the lawn, <laughs> um, I just want to encourage everybody to take some time to First of all, know the difference between what a goal is and what a dream is. A dream is, you know, like a picture of what your life, what you want your life to look like. And then a goal is something that is, is, is basically that same dream with the deadline. You know, that way it can actually start motivating you to say, hey, man, I got to get to work. You know, if I want this to happen, I got I to gotta start making it happen, you know. And so anyways, guys, let me keep on trucking here. Got neighbors or people that are like wondering. This weirdo walking dog's talking to himself. But anyways, guys, are your habits mapping to your dreams? Because your habits will dictate the outcome of your life. Um, just plain and simple, you know. If you have habits that are lazy and and slothful and just kind of doing the minimum well don't 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 expect you know a lot of stuff to come out of that and if you and that thought if that's all you want that's okay you know also don't think that everybody in the world has to become successful quote unquote you know because success means something different for a lot of people so some people might be okay with hey look i just want to make you know 30 grand a year um you know, I don't have any debt. I, uh, you know, take a little vacation every year. That's all I want. You know, that's okay. Completely okay. Don't feel bad about that. But be in control of your life. And I heard, I'll finish with this. Uh, great man that I've, that I very much respect said, um, you're either going to ride life or, ride, or life's going to ride you, you know? So, anyways, guys, keep up the good work. Excited about the future. And uh, if you feel like it, call in and maybe share a little bit about your mindset, about dreams and goals and habits and, and all that stuff. So, anyways, guys, we'll talk to you again soon. God bless.
ladies and gentlemen, back at you. It is 5.30 in the evening here, Thursday, September 20th. And uh, just kind of thinking about what I'd like to finish this episode out with. And of course, I'm driving in the van right now, heading back to town. I'm in Eagle River, just uh, 10 miles north of Anchorage, and finishing up a, a, a drop in visit for some, taking care of some kitty cats for clients and uh, just got off the phone with a real good friend of mine and uh, what I wanted to just kind of finish up with is um, let's just talk about old friends you know Um, you can even use this app as an example those of us who have been around on Anchor for a while back in Anchor 2.0 it was much more of a community driven a, um, a listening to each other, a, and it was kind of a, it was kind of like junior high school in a sense, or I don't know, I'm not trying to make fun of it, but, uh, hey, um, you know, I just listened to your station, be sure to come check out mine, you know, it's like, um, fake listenership, basically, um, there's nothing wrong with that, because it's great to support each other, but at the end of the day, you want people to, if you want to, depends on what your goals are, of course. If you want to have a podcast that uh, you don't really care. Like mine, I mine's more of like an audio journal. I want to be able to look back on this and be like, oh man, I remember that. Oh, look at that. And uh, if people listen to it, great. If people can get anything out of it, that's awesome. But some of us on here are wanting to actually become a podcaster. They're wanting to, um, you know, really um, do it full time or whatever. And uh, in that case, you want listeners that want to listen because they're getting value from your uh from listening to you you know think about stuff you listen to um just you just think about it like oh i want to listen to that podcast today you know i want to do this i want to do that it's because you want to listen to it so anyways good friend of mine um i've known him since uh shoot probably 2006 something like that Back in the heyday of, uh, of my Amway business, back then it was called Quickstar, which is, uh, if you're not familiar, it's a network marketing company, direct sales, that uh, originated in 1959. It's the oldest, um, well, Neutralite was before that, but they since bought that, those products. Anyways, I won't go into the history of, of Amway, but basically one of the largest and uh, most uh, reliable um, direct selling companies out there. They're worldwide. And I still think it's a wonderful opportunity for someone to make some money, to uh, more importantly learn business skills, and uh, as well, you know, get around people that are positive that want to, you know, make a difference in their life. Anyways, um, this particular gentleman, um, you know, basically how these network marketing companies work is you're basically. Um, the ones that are actually legitimate, you you get paid based on product sales, you know. So uh, we, Amway has health, beauty, home care products, a lot of the other different ones. They also have partner stores that, you know, if I ever, if somebody goes through my portal to the Best Buy website, I can get a little bit of credit. I can make a little bit of money because I sent somebody to Best Buy. You get it? So it's like referral marketing, um, you could call it. And um, so how it works though is is as you grow, as you reach your the limit of how much you can personally you know sell you have the ability to expand your business and kind of a personal franchise model 
and Amway pays you for um, for um, any volume that's created, you know, within your organization. So um, one of the people I'd sponsor was my brother Peter, and uh, it's funny I, I talk about other people's names, but I still haven't revealed my own name. Those of you who are astute um, and have listened to, or even I won't even tell you, it's it's within my episodes. I've said my name a couple different times. Anyway, it's not like it's some big mystery. I think it's funny. And anyway, so sponsored my brother Peter, and then one day uh, he was shoveling his driveway or something. He's a friend stops that he used to work with. He said, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "Man, we're getting we're gonna retire early." <laughs> and uh, it caught this guy's interest. He and his wife, and they got started. And uh, we had a long, uh, a few years business relationship. Uh, and of course, more importantly, it turned into a friendship. And uh, they're kindred spirits. They're, uh, they're, uh, he's a brother in Christ. And uh, I basically moved to Texas in 2010. And I basically said, said goodbye to everybody up here. We stayed in touch a little bit. And uh, since moving back, I've ran into these folks a couple times and just got off the phone with them. And we talked. He kind of caught up. He, they're doing big things in real estate and whatnot. And, um, I, was, we were, I was able to share about what we're, what we're doing and, and pet care and all that. And uh, talking about podcasting and, you know, what are you listening to? And, of course, I told him I have, you know, I have my own podcast. And so he looked it up. And, uh, anyways, I just wanted to, to talk about that and say uh, one of the things he talked about was, you know, when you have old friends, you know, and relationships, um, you know, it takes effort. You know, we're talking about meeting up, you know, and we've talked about it before, but they live about 40 miles north of Anchorage, maybe 50. And uh, so they're a little bit removed. But even if they lived in the same neighborhood, you know, life gets busy, you know. Uh, kids are in school. Uh, they have a little one, an infant. Not an infant, I guess. She's a little bit of a toddler now, but um, I think she's probably one, one or two years old. And man, everybody's busy. You got you to gotta put in the effort, you know. Even people you see every week, you know, if you don't make the extra effort, you really don't get to know these people. And guys and gals, if we live in isolation, uh, we can develop idiosyncrasies, you know, things that we think are normal, but in the grand scheme of things, they're not. And they're not, some of them, most of them aren't healthy either. So, you know, as most human, most healthy uh, human beings, I mean, like mentally, emotionally, you know, thrive. Um, within some sort of relationship or some sort of community. Um, that doesn't mean you have to be this outgoing person that's hanging out with friends all the time. You be, I'm, I'm more of an uh, introverted extrovert, or maybe an extroverted introvert. I, I learned how to be outgoing. I learned how to talk to people. I learned how to ask questions and listen and be conversational. But my DNA is really introvert. I'm really... Um, I'd rather kind of do my own thing. I'd rather be alone. I'd rather um, just do my own thing. But if that's all you do, then you, you're missing something, you know. And uh, so it's community. And, uh, and of course, deeper relationships involve love. Not just, you know, like husband-wife or boyfriend-girlfriend love. I'm talking about brotherly love or, um, you know, the love you have for your, your son or daughter or, uh, you know, the love for your brother, like a, like a Philadelphia agape type of love um you know uh, your your uh your neighbor you know love your neighbor it says in the bible love love god with your all with your heart mind and soul and love your neighbor as yourself and if people did those things this world would be 
uh, pretty pretty straight, you know. If you love your neighbor, you're not going to steal from them or try to, you know, kill them or whatever, you know. It's pretty basic. Anyways, this whole concept of community is rooted in who God is, you know. Um, you don't have to believe that, but if you really analyze, you know, why do we desire community? You know, why do we love? What is love? Where did it come from? So those are questions that are very um, deep and provocative questions. But so really, um, old friends, you know, it takes effort. You know, if you got people on Anchor that you used to talk to all the time, reach out to them, you know. Everybody needs to know that someone cares about them. So, um, by the way, I'm going 75 miles an hour down the Glen Highway, and you can hear my wheel bearing just whirring away to no end. i got to get that fixed so it doesn't, it's not so annoying. But anyways, um, this is going to be the last segment of the day. This is another, ver- another volume of a bit of that chit-chat. It's been recorded over the past three days because I've just been kind of doing it when I feel like it. And... Uh, I'm just thankful, you know, that uh, there's an opportunity for me to actually have a podcast. Like I said, it's kind of something I just think is fun to do and, and kind of have a, a, an audio journal of sorts. But, uh, but I want everybody to think about that, though. Is, you know, do you have anybody in your life that you used to be friends with that you just you kind of had a falling out? You know, maybe there's a conflict between you two. Uh, you know, look, reach out to him or her, you know, give people grace. Um, you know, forgive, um, or be willing to make the first effort. Everybody, everybody's so prideful running around thinking that, uh, well, they haven't called me. Why should I call them? You know, be the leader. You know, maybe that's what you're supposed to do. So, and I know a lot of people on the anchor, at least, are leaders because you're, you're, you have, you know, you have your own podcast. You said, hey, look, I'm gonna do something. So, anyways, I'm gonna leave it at that. I gotta do one more visit. Then we got a little community group thing with our church hang out break some bread have a little bit of fun and uh kind of relax the rest of the evening i just hope everybody has a great day and a great weekend god bless and uh we will talk to you down the trail